Welcome to TTM Cast, your sports collectibles podcast with Jeff Baker and Drew Pelto. Sponsored by Certified Sports Guarantee. Go to csgcards.com for sports card grading for the win. And by sportscollectorsdaily.com. If it happens in the hobby, you'll find it on sportscollectorsdaily.com. And sponsored by gemrate.com. The latest grading statistic from the four major grading companies is just a click away. Visit gemrate.com. It's free. Sponsored by Collects, the free app that shows you the value of your card collection. Scan and catalog your cards, follow other users, and buy and sell with other collectors. That's Collects, C-O-L-L-X. And now, here's our host, Jeff Baker. everybody and welcome to TTM cast your sports collectibles podcast where we talk cards TTMing autographs collecting and a whole lot more it is season five episode 19 it is May 13th the day before Mother's Day happy Mother's Day to all our mothers and wives out there you are listening to the nationally ranked sports podcast my name is Jeff Baker talking to you from Boston Massachusetts and I'm joined by my friend and co-host from Dallas Texas Mr. Drew Pelto hey Drew Hey, good to be here as always, and also a happy Mother's Day to John Shaft as well. Hey, how are we doing on uh, videos? Got any new videos up? Uh, not yet. I figured since last week was such a uh, slow week, I figured, all right, I'm just combine them both into one for this week. This is a little bit better on the TTM front, and I'll have an in-person outing. So I'm just going to combine them into two weeks and put it up, you know, tomorrow or Monday. All right, you're you're allowed. You're allowed a week off. I'll, I'll yeah. grant you the week <laughs> off. <laughs> Guys, make sure you follow Drew on social media. He is at DFW Graffer, DFW Graffer on YouTube and on uh, all social media, including Twitter. So make sure you follow Drew. We always post cool stuff and his videos are really fun. So make sure you check out his new video when he posts it in the next day or two. It's really, he always has great videos, great TTM returns. So make sure you check that out. I had a kind of busy week. I went to the Red Sox uh, game yesterday. Uh, last night they so they played the uh, Cardinals and uh, my my Hall of Fame guy Kensley Jansen blew up. <laughs> he, he was horrible last night and the Red Sox lost the game. I'm actually going to the Red Sox on Tuesday against Seattle and it's supposed to be raining here in Boston. So uh, uh, you know I don't know I don't know how that's going to go. Hopefully we don't get too much rain. Uh, no one was signing at all, Drew. Not one person signed. I did not see anyone signing. At all, uh, we I was we were right in the front row, right next to the tarp, right in front, right mm-hmm. right uh, in front of the tarp. Um, what, one section over was no screen, so I it was you know I, we were in perfect uh, autograph territory, you know, and yep. uh, no one came over to sign at all. We and we got there pretty early, so um, the Red Sox game is not a, a game to get autographs. I'm sorry. Yep. Just I don't know the the, the uh, how how are they doing it in Texas? Do they do they sign it at Texas? Uh, very rarely. The problem with Texas is that they have these uh, the field level suites and such. So players can't really get close even toward the netting there. There's one spot where they have to, you know, going to go through a gate and get down to the uh, photographer's pit there. And you can drop stuff down to them if they come over there. Or if you go all the way down past where the netting ends, there's a little bit of space before the seating starts to go up a lot higher. And so if there's somebody, you know, throwing in the outfield or something like that, you might be able to call them over and have them sign there. But if you're not in one of those two spots or right close to the dugout, you're not going to get anybody. And 
they've started kicking out anybody from near the dugout and down in that area if you don't have tickets in that area after batting practice. So if you're hoping to try to get somebody close to game time or anything like that, the old ballpark used to be able to do it all the way up until the national anthem. And now they say, no, if it's after batting practice, if you don't have a ticket there, get out. So, nope. yeah, I mean, we got there very early. We saw we were there for the Cardinals uh, batting practice. So there was you know, there was nothing. Those guys didn't sign at all. Uh, and I hadn't been to a Red Sox game probably since maybe 2017 or 18. So I didn't yeah. have much to go by. Uh, and it was a little disappointing because when I, I remember as a kid, we used to go down there and get autographs all the time. Yep. Um, but it doesn't, it, it, it's different. It's different today. Yeah. I think, I mean, you get some companies out there that, you know, I'm pretty sure they're telling players, you know, well, why would you sign for free when you can do a signing over here and get paid for it? And you know, all that. So I think they've gotten a lot of, you know, people have gotten in their agents ears and the agents get in the players ears. And it's all about money at this point for doing a lot of that. And you're starting to see it at even lower levels. I mean, I remember there was uh who was it? Um, Alex Bregman, when he was uh, just before he made his way up to AAA and then to the majors, uh, my friend Aaron, who's been on the show before, had an eight by 10 photo of him and asked him, hey, would you sign this? And he says, oh, I can't. I'm under contract to sign only uh, sign large items for only certain companies. And he's like, oh, OK. And fortunately, Bregman kind of relented because it's like, OK, well, that's the one that you made. All right, fine. Just don't tell anyone. So oops, <laughs> I just let that one out of the bag. So nope. well, there you go. He's, he's going to jail. Aaron, Alex yeah. Bregman's going to jail. Yep. <laughs> you can you can you can cheat in the, in the world series but you, you can't sign uh, you can't sign <laughs> photos right <laughs> exactly <laughs> well um you know Andrew, i don't know if you saw this i got a, a message on uh from ebay uh i should say posted sir posted postage service the u.s postal service the other day um yesterday actually and one of my ebay orders uh, got flagged for using fake postage and is not getting delivered. Uh, wow. Which is, I, I guess, they're, my wife kind of did a little exploring, and I guess the U.S. Postal Service is really um, cracking down on fake postage. So if you bought stamps, for, for, forever stamps, um, on the Internet, those they may or may not be real. And then if you mm-hmm. don't have a, a real postage meter, or you know, they're, then they're not, they're not sending those items anymore so um it was a it was a a card that i bought last week it was supposed to be delivered on monday and i got it this monday and uh i don't know what happened to it i don't know if they confiscated the item or they're going to send it back to the guy who who sent it out or what happened to it but um just kind of be weird guys if you're an ebay seller and you're not using real postage you might be in trouble Right. That's negative feedback waiting to happen right there. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, don't if you if you're buying current stamps, do it through the post office. I mean, if you're if you're buying them off eBay, especially at a discount, you don't know what you're getting because there's zero chance that, that is real. Postal service does not offer like bulk discounts or anything like that. So if somebody's trying to sell you a $63 roll of stamps at anything less than $63, uh, you got to question where that's coming from and if it's any good, because I can tell you right now, the answer is it's probably not any good. So yeah, well, postal yeah, buyer service, beware on that. Right. The postal service is cracking down. I've never actually yeah. bought postage other than through the post, the post office. So, you know, I know my, the stuff that I sent out is, is good anyway, but it's just, um, just be, you know, be, be careful. If you're an eBay seller, you know, buyer beware make sure you don't, you know, if you get your postage from the, but use postal service or, uh, you know, your, your meter is a good meter. Make sure that, cause I don't know what's going to happen to these cards. Cause they're, they're caught. They, I don't know if they confiscated it or they're sending it back to the guys. So 
I, I you know, it was only I only spent I think two dollars on the card, so it wasn't like a you know a eighty dollar card or a hundred dollar card or something, but still, um, you know, it was the card I wanted. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Jeez. And then, hey guys, um, Sports Collectors Digest uh, in June. I just got this uh, notice yesterday for from Jeff Owens from Sports Collectors Digest. I wrote an article on uh, the San Diego Chicken. And it is going to be the cover story in the Sports Collectors uh, Digest June issue. So I think this is my first cover story that I've ever had, and it's kind of cool. So make sure you you check that out. I, I wrote an article. We had the uh, we had Ted, the San Diego Chicken, on as a guest. A, I don't know, a couple months ago now, and uh, I wrote an article about about him, and that's going to be in the sport in June Sports Collectors Digest. So make sure you check that out. Also, I want to thank um, one of our great listeners out of Canada, Adam Jackson. He sent me a couple packs of Tim Horton cards. So nice. uh, Calise, uh, Clemente and I were talking about it and, um, you know, we're here in the U S and we can't get the Tim Horton cards, but they're, they're only, I think they were a dollar or $2 a pack or something. So Adam, thank you. I picked, opened up two packs and I got, uh, I got one brewer and I got Johnny Nebusic cards are really nice. nice. They're not, uh, they're not TTM worthy because they're, they're glossy, you know, it'd be yep, tough yep. to TTM them, but, um, I want to thank you. Yeah, give me that super hard rub down to be able to use those, but still. Yeah. So I want to thank Adam for that. I, I really, really appreciate it. And I like the cards. The cards are really nice. Have you seen the cards? I haven't yet. No, I haven't uh, checked them out yet this year. Yeah, they're they're really nice. So uh, as I said, a lot going on again. And we want to wish happy Mother's Day to our moms and wives. And, uh, you know, hopefully you guys have a great Mother's Day weekend. And uh, you got any big plans for Jen this weekend? I know you. she's not a mom, but... <laughs> She's a cat mom, so there's that. But no, don't really have any uh, any major plans for that at all this weekend. Got to send some stuff out to uh, my mom this week as well, so I'll get that all done. But been a fairly slow week out here. It's uh, yeah, I mean, I'll talk about you know TTMs and stuff later. But for the most part, it's like all right, what what have I done collectibles related? Not a whole lot. I've got the uh, Wichita at Frisco game going on tomorrow, so I'll get a little graphing in at least. So I'll be able to. Uh, be able to do that. I did pick up a Corey Snyder uh, collection need found on uh, on eBay. It was the uh, Rediscover Tops uh, buyback that they did a few years ago. Found the uh, 1990 Tops bronze one. So I've got another one of those to add into nice. the collection there. Uh, sent out a couple of items to private signings. Got Nolan Ryan and Jose Canseco cards. Went out to those and they both uh, got delivered a couple. I think it was on either Thursday or Friday. They got delivered to their appropriate locations. So hopefully those will get a quick turnaround on them. Uh, I also mailed out four requests uh, for in the hockey world out to Sweden. So we'll see if those, uh, how those do. It's four reliable signers in Sweden, fortunately. So hopefully those will come back quickly. Got about 30 more to the U.S. and Canada I need to write out. I've, I've got I've got them packaged up, stamped, addressed, everything. I just need to sit down and write the letters, which, yeah, I'll try to get to that this weekend if I feel like I know. It, but, uh, sometimes, some days you really have to get motivated for it, right? Yes. And especially like right now, it's like, I've got all the other stuff done with it. I just need to write the letters. And it's like, that's the tough part though. I mean, trying to look up and, you know, figure out, okay, well, what the hell am I going to say to this guy that I never like Gaston Gingra is one that I'm signing, <laughs> sending off to. It's like, this dude played for the blues in the eighties and may have played for the Nordiques at one point too, but at the very least it was the blues. It's like, what, what do I say in my letter to this guy? Dear. Yeah, you, you really got to pull something out. <laughs> yeah. It's like this is the one where I might write in French. Yeah, just to, you what's know, your favorite thing to get at IKEA? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Throw something like that in. Yeah, very cool. Well, hey guys, uh, I just want to remind everyone our TTM Cast One on One show, which we run every Wednesday. This week we had Rich Miller from Sports Collectors Daily, 
and uh, we talk about what's going on in the hobby and really d- dive deep into um, all the stuff that's been going on with uh, Fanatics and Panini and Leaf and uh, kind of every some of the the good the, the 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 juicy hobby news and Rich has done a great job covering it probably better than anyone and it's a really great interview so make sure you check that out rich miller from sports collectors daily on ttm cast 101 that we re- released that this past wednesday today saturday we have jeff parker from card cradle and we're going to talk to jeff jeff is the inventor of card cradle and, and uh we're going to talk to him about how uh that came to fruition and we're going to give away some uh four card cradles so we'll talk about that in a little later and we also have Les wolf on and Les, we're going to talk about just um, how to focus on your collecting, what you should collect. That's the, that's from Les. Next week, we have a collector, Gordon Wilcher. Gordon Wilcher has been collecting TTM for like 40, 45 years. And he he pulled the plug in terms of uh, collecting, Drew. He decided, okay, I'm done. You know, and he, he we talked to Gordon about a lot of the stuff that we've talking about less about when is it when do you make that decision and how do you get uh, unload your collection and um, what do you decide to keep and the emotional tie uh, you know tug of getting rid of your collection so it's really a, a nice uh timely interview we got that uh, gordon wilcher he's a, a longtime ttm collector and then next week with less we're going to do an appraisal so if you have any stuff you want to get less to do appraisal we will have that next week but this week we have all our regular segments right true yes we do we start off with baker's dozen where we'll cover all the news from the hobby world during this previous week you mentioned collector's corner with jeff parker and les wolf talk about what to collect We've got Making the Grade, where we're going to cover all the news from the grading portion of our hobby. Stamp for approval, Jeff and I give our thumbs up to something, anything from the previous week. You never know what you're going to get out of either of us on that. The Fern Rap Minute, where we cover any deaths in the world of sports, celebrity music, movies, politics, anybody that you might consider TTMing. If they've died, we will let you know about it. And of course, the main reason why we all are here are TTM Returns. Well, Drew, I I'm, I I coined this the other day when I when I was doing the show the my, the hosting the show on uh, Wednesday. This this is the most powerful email address in the hobby. Okay. Yes. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it. It is the most powerful email address in the hobby. You you don't know any day any week any day it could give open riches for you, right? It could yeah. it, it, it it could it can. Uh, give you access to experts it can uh get all your questions answered right it can get you on the show and what's yeah. that email address i was even going to say it might even cure diseases we don't really know for certain on that i don't want the fda on me making false claims that's what i'm saying it might i can't guarantee it but it might but that email address is ttmcast at yahoo.com did i overstate it no not at all not at all the most powerful email address in the hobby Yes. What is it again? That would be ttmcast at yahoo.com. Guys, we love to hear from you. We love getting emails. Send us an email. Let us know how we're doing. Drew, all of Drew's cousins email me every week and let me know how great Drew is doing just to, to pump, 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 pump up his ego. And it's okay. I, I We love getting Drew great, Drew's great emails. Send us an email. You want to be on the show? I, just, I have a, a new collector that I'm going to interview on Monday. 
So I got nice. a, good, a new collector that I'm going to interview on Monday. So we, we love to get guys for Collector's Corner. So if you're interested in being on the show, all you have to do is just email us. And we're going to, we have, we have a lot of stuff that we're, we got going on this week. And we're going to talk about that in Baker's Dozen. But make sure you copy down the email address and use the most powerful email address in the hobby. You sure I didn't over, oversell that? Not in the slightest. I mean, you use that email address and it'll make all of your wildest dreams come true. It, it kind of opens up a world that you never thought was possible, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. We've, we've, Drew, we've been doing this too long. <laughs> we have been doing this too long. All right. We got all our housekeeping in order. And I think we're going to go right into Baker's Dozen. Baker's Dozen, sponsored by SportsCollectorsDaily.com. Smart collectors turn to Sports Collectors Daily to stay up to date. From new releases to incredible collections hitting the auction block, news from inside the business of sports collectibles, and much more, Sports Collectors Daily has it, all with no subscription cost. SC Daily also delivers a live look at the most watched sports card auctions on eBay for every sport. Sign up to get the headlines in your email for free or just visit the website whenever you like. With 16,000 stories in the archive going back 16 years, there is always plenty to read at sportscollectorsdaily.com. Baker's Dozen is a news summary of what's been going on in the hobby, and it's been a busy week as usual. Just a couple things I want to make you guys aware about, and this is all. You make sure you copy down this email address because this is going to open up three great things for you this week. The email address is ttmcast at yahoo.com. All right. How'd you like to get $10 for doing nothing? Just send me an email address, right? Send me your Send me an email. In the, in the subject line, write $10, and you're going to get $10 towards your first purchase of anything in the Collects Marketplace or there. Um, you can purchase Collects uh, T-shirts, hats. You can also get it towards cards. All, all that cool stuff. Collects is, uh, are one of our new sponsors, Collects.app. You have to make sure that you download the Collects app eventually because that's the only way you're going to be able to redeem your $10. But if you want to get $10 from Collects, all you have to do is what do you have to do, Drew? Just send an email to ttmcast at yahoo.com with $10 coupon in the uh, in the subject, subject line. Not, not bad. Okay, here's another one. Ready? We have Card Cradle on this week. We have Jeff Parker from Card Cradle. Well, you know what? I have four free Card Cradles to give away. Four. You want a free Card Cradle? They're really cool. They're, they hold um, top loaders or they hold one touches or they hold graded cards you can put your cards right on the wall so you can get them out of the box right get them out of a nice. uh, a drawer put it right up on the wall with a nice signed picture they look great this is a great invention we're going to talk to jeff parker the inventor well i have four card cradles to give away what do you have to do drew just send your name your your address to uh, ttmcast at yahoo.com and hopefully you'll get picked as one of the winners yeah just put card cradle in the subject line all right yes that too. Third, third, three things this week with the with the, the most powerful email address in the in the history of the the hobby. I'm, I'm overselling it, but I don't care. I'm overselling. Yeah, go for it. I don't care, guys. Use it. <laughs> Let Les Wolf has been in this hobby for sixty years. Okay, sixty years. He knows more than than Drew and I will 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 ever know in terms of of uh, validity of things. Right of autographs of. Uh, values of things, of uh, how to protect things. 
and we're going to do an appraisal uh, next week, next next Saturday. We're going to do an appraisal. So before I would say, let's see, by Wednesday, by this Wednesday, just send me a, a copy of your item if you'd like Les to uh, give his opinion on it. If you're looking for uh, a value of something, if you're looking for something, if uh, an autograph is authentic, and just send me the picture and say uh, for less appraisal. And it, what do you have to do, Drew? Just uh, send that as well to ttmcast at yahoo.com. The power increases. The power increases. Is that not the most powerful email in the hobby? I think so. I, I think. I mean, you're making a real strong case for it right now. That's, uh, yeah, yeah. True, we give and give and give and we love it. We just love yes. to help out our fellow collectors. Okay, guys, $10 from Collects, a free card cradle, and your item appraised by, by Les Wolf. All for nothing. This isn't costing you a nickel. All you have to do is just send your 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 name and your email address and your mailing address if you, you're looking for card cradle. You can do all three of them in one email. You don't even have to send three emails. You can just do one email and we'll 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 put you in for all three of them. We are gonna give the uh the coupons are going uh with collects for a little while. Card cradle, we're gonna give these away next Saturday, right, Drew? We'll give the we'll announce yes. the winners next Saturday and we're gonna do the appraisals with less. I really need those items by Wednesday because we're gonna I'm gonna do the appraisals with less on Thursday night and we will uh, play that on Saturday. So if you have something for less, I really need that by uh, say Wednesday. Card Cradle, I need by say Friday, right? Friday, because we'll pick the winner on Saturday. And the, the, coup, the collects coupon, you have time on that one, but still get your name in so I can get the names over to collects. All right, yeah. just give the email one, one more time, Drew. One more time, it is ttmcast at yahoo.com. All right, did we beat the dead horse on that one? I think so. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think we, we've we've taken this about to the to its extreme at this point. Yeah, so. that's as far as it can go. All right, Drew. Let let let's talk national. Yes, got some new signers added to the list on the paid signers. You have Terrell Davis, Jordy Nelson, Steve Sachs, and Stefan Marbury. So some uh, nice names right there. And for anybody with a VIP pass, they have added five more names out of the VIPs. You've got former second baseman of the Milwaukee Brewers, Jim Gantner, is going to be there. Former Brewers outfielder, I believe, uh, Larry Heisel will be there. We've got Eric Soderholm, who was a third baseman, I believe, with the White Sox and the Twins and maybe a couple other teams in there as well. Steve Trout, former pitcher for, I think, the White Sox and the Cubs. Son of Dizzy Trout, if I remember right, who's a former Tigers pitcher. And former uh, Chicago Bulls center Bill Wennington has been added to the list as well. So five more names added in there. We're up to probably, what, maybe 10 of the VIP names or so, so yeah. far. It's, it's definitely a stock in that list here pretty quickly. And Larry Heisel, I don't think he signs, right? He's not a signer through the mail, if I do remember. Yeah, I don't really seem to remember him uh, doing any at all. I know Soderholm, Gantner, and Trout are pretty good through signers through the mail. I'm not sure about Wennington. Yeah, I think Wennington might be a good signer, but yeah, I don't, I don't know my basketball as well as I know the others. But it's still, I mean, it's still pretty good, and there's, there's a lot of, uh, I guess, Midwest guys, right? These are this lot, a lot of Midwest guys. Yeah, it tends to, and I mean, they'll usually try to, you know, stick to the local area there anytime they do a show. You get a lot of Cleveland guys, and they do it in Cleveland. You get a lot of uh, New York and Philly guys, and they do it in Atlantic City, and a lot of Baltimore guys, and they've done it in Baltimore. So it makes sense they've got the Chicago and Milwaukee guys on this one. Yep, sure. This, this is big news, I think, because the, the 2022-23 Bowman University Chrome will have Victor Wembanyama. I got it. Yeah. 
There you go. Yep. He, he's going to be the first round pick in the, in the NBA draft and uh, Caitlin Clark, who I believe is going to be the first round pick in the uh, WNBA draft. And it's big news because um, Bowman slash top slash fanatics are going to have basketball players right in a, in a set uh, prior to getting the, the rights to the logos. Right. That's it's a, it, it, I think that's big news. Yeah, I think they're working on getting the logos for the university stuff there for all the colleges and all that. But uh, yeah, so I mean, snagging those ones there right off the bat, that is definitely big for them. Well, we also new releases. It was only one new release this week. The 2022-23 Panini Donruss Optic NBA is out. Um, you get one autograph. There's 20 packs of four cards per pack. Uh, you get 29 inserts or prism parallels in the box. Boxes are going for about $275. That's 2022-23 Panini Donruss Optic NBA. There is a bunch of cards coming out in the next couple of weeks, but the, we only have one new release this week. But we do have some price drops to report. We do, yeah. If you decide to wait and hold back and hope the prices came down, well, you are in luck. Panini Revolution on uh, Panini's website has dropped from $125 down to $100. Panini Limited NFL for 2022 has gone from $270 down to $250. And the biggest drop of all, the 2022 Prism Draft Picks basketball set from $200 down to $110. That is nearly a 50% discount right there. I think my math is right. That's 45% off right there. So, if you held off on buying those, hey, congratulations. You'll be able to save a few bucks if you want to be able to snag those on uh, Panini's site. A couple of cool new releases coming from Bowman and Topps. Bowman Mega Boxes are coming May 31st. You get four regular packs and two special Mojo packs. All the packs will have five cards in them. No price has been released for it yet. But I remember last year I got a couple of them, and they're pretty good. The, the Mega uh, Boxes are good, and, and I really like this year's Bowman. So I think I might wait and pick a couple of those up. What do you think, Drew? Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's uh, that sounds like a real nice deal right there. Hopefully, it's uh, stays at a fairly affordable price. Usually, those mega boxes are a nice, uh, nice deal. I agree. And then, top series two baseball is coming out 2023. 23 series two is coming out June seventh. I think that's a little early release. No, it seems like it. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, it. Always seems like it comes out more toward or like Fourth of July. But hey, yeah, I was thinking All Star Game. Right? Doesn't it usually yeah. come out around the All Star Game? Yeah, something like that. But so that's pretty kind of cool. Tops uh, series two is out June 7th. We have some uh, show news uh, the, the uh, next weekend, the weekend of the 18th, 21st, there's three big shows coming up. Yeah, we've got uh, the Dallas card show, which of course is going to be right uh, near me up in Allen, Texas. That's uh, 700 tables that will be out there. Uh, signers include uh, Brian Bosworth, Ricky Williams, and Bob Lilly on the list there. So a Heisman winner, a hall of famer, and uh Whatever you want to call Brian Bosworth, he's icon, on there right? As he's, well. he's a he's a, sort yeah. of, he's a he's a uh, an icon. Yeah, college icon there. So three big names right there. Seven hundred tables. Go and check that out. Admission cost usually is about fifteen dollars a day on that show. We've got the big Pittsburgh show coming May nineteenth to the twenty first at the Monroeville Convention Center. Uh, you go to mainlineautographs.com. There's going to be about two hundred and forty tables, and it's really a Pittsburgh centric show, right? There's going to be Yarm Yager. Uh, stall work to be nine uh, baseball hall of famers including ricky henderson will be there um the big pittsburgh show may 1921st at the monroeville convention center i'd like to go to that show one day definitely sounds pretty good i know mainline autographs is great business so i think they could put on a real nice show as well if you want to check out a, a classic ballpark while also seeing card show fenway park card show will be on may 20th and 21st second time that they've done this one with a show inside the ballpark there you're going to have uh, Pedro Martinez, David Ortiz, 
Rico Petroselli, John Papelbon, all signing on the 20th. The 21st is going to have Tim Wakefield, Mike Timlin, Louis Tion, Jose Canseco, Johnny Gomes, Steve Pierce, and Brock Holt all there. I believe they're taking mail-ins, though you're kind of getting down to the wire on that. I wouldn't recommend sending it at this point. But, hey, if you're up in Boston and around that area, go and check that show out May 20th through 21st at Fenway Park. Yeah, and it's not, it's not a cheap show. I forget how much it is to go, but it's 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 a, the, the Red Sox are, are milking it for all they can, right? <laughs> not surprised. I mean, you're basically, I mean, you're getting a partial tour, I would imagine, of the stadium there with it. So, yeah, I can I can imagine. So, well, guys, that wraps up Baker's Dozen. We had a lot to talk about, a lot of things going on in the hobby. Uh, next up, we have um, more from Les. We have Les Wolf. Les uh, and I really look at um, what to collect in terms of, you know, everyone starts off and you collect cards and then you get into autographs and then you get into programs and tickets. And there's so many things to collect. And uh, Les talks about bringing focus to your collection, which is really interesting. So uh, we're going to have uh, we're gonna have a great talk with Les. I want to remind everyone next week, Les is going to do some appraisals. So if you have an item that you want him to appraise, it doesn't cost you anything. Just send it to me at ttmcast at yahoo.com. Right. Make sure you put a, a nice description of your item and a nice clean picture so Les can take a look at it. And we are going to do appraisals next week. But this week, we uh, talk to Les about what to collect and how to bring focus into your collection. So please enjoy my interview with Les Wolf. And now it's time for more from Les with hobby legend Les Wolf. Have you created your sports cards with CSG yet? There's no better time than now. Every authenticated sports card arrives in the hobby's best holder. CSG is known for their expertise, integrity, and world-class service. Get your sports cards for as low as $12 a card with CSG. Go to csgcards.com to start your submission today and get $10 off the first year of your membership with code TTMCAST. All right, guys, it's my favorite time of the year, the favorite time of the week, the favorite time of the month. It's my friend, Les Wolf, and we're going to talk a little collecting, a little autographs, a little, I don't know what's going on in the hobby. Welcome, Les. Hi, Jeff. How are you? Very good. Hey, guys, first, I want to remind everyone, next week, next Saturday, we're going to do uh, another appraisal from Les. It's not, it's not really an appraisal. It's an opinion on your item, so if you'd like to... If you like your opinion, uh, Les, to give you opinion on any of your items, just send it to me at ttmcast at yahoo.com. Make sure you include a picture and any uh, pertinent information about your item, and we will talk about those next week. So if you have something you want Les to give an opinion on, um, either you know maybe talk about authenticating, authenticating it, or maybe potential value or a way to protect it, just please send it to me at ttmcast at yahoo.com, all right? We last we had a great, woo. We got we got a lot of stuff. We'll have we'll have fun less. All right. Sounds like a plan. All right, my friend. How have you been doing? Have you picked up any uh, new collections? Yeah, I got a, well. I got my stuff back from JSA, so I got a whole finally four of these these basic cards. I got another. I had, there was two hundred of them. I think I'm down to one hundred and seventy five of them. That I got I got to put in with the items. People don't realize it's a lot of work when you get a collection, you get it authenticated. Besides paying, you got to organize them. You got to put them with the items. So it's it's fun. <laughs> no, I know. I mean, you and I have talked about it. You know, people people that that are that are our age are our age 
and your age, my age, and maybe even a little younger, when we were collecting, there was no such thing as authenticating, right? We didn't authenticate our items. We didn't grade our items. We just collected. Yeah, but we also kind of knew, you know, when something looked funny, we'd talk to each other and say, this isn't real. Like we knew Joe DiMaggio's sister signed his mail one year. Yep. We also knew that Willie Mays's, uh wife or somebody else was signing his stuff. So we kind we kind of had a good indication there. No, I know. I'm just saying when you when you go forward to 2023 and you, you you're starting to thinking about selling it, you you know you have to consider that that there's um, time and effort and money to needed to uh, authenticate it because it's a different uh, playing field than it was in, in the 80s or 90s. Absolutely, absolutely. So um, what what are you looking at? I know you're you're always always looking at, at stuff to pick up. Did you move your your uh, Derek Jeter base yet? I haven't even posted it. I just got the letter on it. Okay. I got so many items I have to post, but you know, it's gonna take me, you know, a little bit of time. I gotta take photos, then I gotta write up a description, post it on eBay, maybe post it on um on Facebook. So I know you need more. a sec you need a secretary or an assistant or something. What's that? <laughs> I know you're gonna get your, your son or your wife or somebody to help you out. Yeah, well, that ain't happening. You got any shows coming up? Um, got the boxing show coming up in June for the Boxing Hall of Fame inductions. Oh, that's cool. Who's gonna be there? Uh, the biggest name is Timothy Bradley for the induction, and Roberto Duran is gonna be uh gonna show up there. No mas, no mas, no mas. <laughs> yep, no mas. He never, he'll never live that down, will he? Unfortunately, right. Excuse me. Ooh. I mean, he was a great fighter, but that just is 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 albatross, I guess. Yep. Have you uh, you been following um, all the New York stuff going on? We got the the Knicks in the playoffs, and they're kind of floundering, and the Yankees. Well, they, they, they well they. Well, they won last night. The Yankees know. a couple homers. They look good. Uh, what's his name? Uh, his, Brun his Brunson looked player. good. Who? Brunson. Oh, he looked terrific. He looked good. His his uh, father actually is a, a kid from Salem. He played at Salem, Salem High School here in Massachusetts, and he was a big big uh, big guy coming coming out when he was a uh, when he was in high school. He was he was the 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 buzz. Everyone was talking about uh, Ricky Brunson back back in the day. He was good. Not as good as his son. Yeah, his son's really good. Oh yeah. So we gonna we they gonna pull it they gonna pull it out against Miami. What do you think? I don't think so. No, I, how about I, I'm a Knicks fan? I hope they do, but I don't think so. What's the, what's the matter with the Yankees? Why why are they kind of floundering? Injuries, and the pitching isn't that good. Yeah, well, we kind of the pitching was the problem, right? We kind of knew that they, they got to get Rendon back already. With his bad back, quote unquote. I don't think that's happening either. Yeah, I know it's 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 uh, different. I mean, we, when we were talking a couple weeks ago, where everything was looking sunny for the New York uh, sports teams, and two weeks later, there everyone's kind of kind of got a big cloud around them. No, that's true. What do, what are you bringing to the uh, the boxing? show are you going to be exhibiting do you have a table yeah, there or is it a table there i have all my boxing stuff you're not allowed to bring anything else but boxing and, and how's that show for you pretty good yeah 
it all depends, you know, it's hit or miss. But I usually do okay. Do you, I mean, boxing, you know, back when in the, the 70s and 80s was a big thing, but it, it's kind of, I don't know, lost a little of its luster. Do, do, do younger people, are they interested in boxing at all? I've got a couple of younger customers. But it's, ma it's mainly the old timers that want the certain things that they're looking for. Very cool. How how are you doing on your TTM? And I haven't got anybody back in a while. I also haven't mailed out to anybody in a while. I'm I know you got Mario Andretti, right? He was the last big one you got back. You got a good memory, yeah. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes, sometimes I don't. Well, I think today we're going to talk a little about um, choosing what you what you collect and why you collect things. And, and you know, there's so much stuff out there in terms of. You know, do you collect cards? Do you collect autographs? Do you collect ticket stubs? Do you collect magazines? Um, you know, what? Well, if you have a, a young kid, you know, you know, a teenager that's trying to starting to get into the hobby, maybe he he bought some cards and is really interested. What what do you what do you tell the the young young person that, that's kind of coming into the hobby and how they choose what they collect? Well, first off, I always tell people collect what you like. Collect what makes you happy because um, half half the battle is, you know, enjoying what you collect and, and wanting to watch, you know, watch it grow. Um, most collectors start out collecting everything like I did, but then you have to have a focus. So you got to stay focused. Yeah, um, for example, you know, Baseball Hall of Famers, the Yellow Hall of Fame plaque cards, I always recommend as a staple. You know, that's. If the older ones that passed years ago, except for like Fox and and uh, Campanella and Jackie Robinson and Goslin, those are the those are the expensive ones. Other than that, you can probably build that collection. Most of the guys will be under a thousand, you know, under a thousand bucks each one. A lot of them will be under a hundred bucks. I that that to me is an absolute staple because. Where else are you going to get like a Hall of Fame postcard? Those yellow postcards you buy at the Hall of Fame, like I think it's fifty cents each or a dollar each now. Yeah, can't get them autographed. I mean, the problem is the newer guys is going to cost you more money. Like the Jeter is probably going to cost you eight hundred to a thousand to get that signed. But you know, when you when you get those, it's just a really nice collection, a nice hobby. So I always advise young collectors to go after the yellow Hall of Fame plaque cards. Because it is attainable, you can complete them. The four or five that are really expensive and hard, you may not get them, but you'll come close. Uh, the Heisman Trophy winners is a little easier. The toughest one is Niall Kinnick, because he died so young. Uh, most of those guys were around for years. They're good signers. A lot of them answer their mail. So it that's good, except once again, the newer guys are more expensive. So that's another thing that I happen to collect. I also collect the heavyweight champions from John L. Sullivan, the present. So I have them all on signed photos, except for Marvin Hart. So I kind of focus in on those three areas. Yellow Hall of Fame placards, the uh, Heisman Trophy winners, and the heavyweight champions. So those are things that I always like. And, and, I'll, and the new Baseball Hall of Famers, you get them on the yellow placards. So it keeps you up to date and keeps you going. But by being not focused, if you're buying basketball and football and hockey cards, that's great. It's fun to get the packs open and, and do that. But you want to spend that money in one one area 
you know, take that money and buy yellow Hall of Fame placards or Heisman Trophy winners. There's Heisman cards you can have, stuff like that. The key thing is being focused. You start out, like I said, you start out collecting everything. But once you get a focus, you'll enjoy your hobby more and you'll appreciate it more. And you'll be able to go, let's say, to a Heisman Trophy group on Facebook or on the, on the Internet. Uh, the same thing with the Baseball Hall of Fame plaque cards. You find like people that are looking for things that that they need and you may be able to trade with them and you'll build bonds with those people and that'll really really help you with your collecting because it's it's more fun when you're collecting with someone else you know a, a relative a brother a sister or a cousin or just a friend and you'll be able to trade with them the same way when you buy those packs of cards you're always looking to trade with with your whoever you're collecting with do you recommend um Picking stuff that has broad appeal in terms of, you know, Hall of Famers or guys that throw no hitters or something like that, as opposed to picking, uh, you know, indoor lacrosse players and, and collecting indoor lacrosse players because you're a lacrosse player. In terms of um, more people collecting and the potential value of your collection. That's another, that's a good point there. Another thing is don't collect anything if you're only looking at it from the monetary value. Okay. Collect it because you enjoy it. Set a budget and try to stick by that budget. And also, and I tell people, and I still do to this day, if there's a, a Jackie Robinson autograph that you can afford to buy, buy that autograph and one day sell that autograph to upgrade to a Hall of Fame placard. Always look towards the, you know, buying something of that player that you can eventually sell to hopefully get what you really want of that player. And then obviously condition is, is utmost, right? You want to make sure that what you're buying is, is the condition is there, that it's been, um, you know, it's, it, it's authentic, right? And it's not, it's not, you know, buying a forgery. Absolutely. And then how about in terms of displaying it? Because one of the big things that I really hate is, is buying something and just throwing it in a drawer someplace. Um, you really have to make sure you protect it, right? Absolutely. You know, previous episodes that we've had on, we've discussed how to properly protect and preserve your memorabilia. Anybody right, so have any further questions? You just just send me an email or call me and I'm happy to help. Do is it um is, is, do you recommend purchasing from local local um card stores and and shows as opposed to purchasing stuff on on the internet like on ebay or it just purchasing doesn't really matter and just do your homework purchasing what purchasing whatever you're you're in you're interested if you if all of a sudden i'm gonna i'm gonna start collecting hall of fame plaques and you know i have i've got a bunch of i went i go to hall of fame i pick up 10 10 plaques that i want but now i want to add to add to it do, is it do you recommend purchasing locally or, or purchasing from the internet or it doesn't really matter well in all those those areas just call me i have i have to collect those and have inventory in that so i'm happy to <laughs> go to less wolf sports llc guys less wolf sports llc.com he has all sorts of cool stuff he also has an ebay store less what's your ebay store again sports autographs but no s is just z's S-P-O-R-T-S-P-O-R-T-S-P-O-R-T-S-P-O-R-T-S-P-O-R-T-S-P-O-R-T-S-P-O-R-T-S-P-O-R-T-S-P-O-R-T-S-P-O-R-T-
If you have a question for Les, you can email him at lwolf1823 at aol.com. Les continues to keeping AOL alive. Or you can just email us at ttmcast at yahoo.com. As I said, we're going to do a, an opinion appraisal show next week. So if you have something that you'd like Les to take a look at, just send it on over to me at ttmcast at yahoo.com. And we will uh, we'll, we'll run run down a, a bunch of stuff next week. I think we have five or six things already left, so we should have a great show. Um, anything else you want to talk about this week? I think that I think it's time for you viewers and listeners to start sending in some of your stories of what made you start collecting, what do you collect, and we can try to help you to focus in on you know what we think you should be doing with that collection, what you should be collecting. For example, if you have every Heisman Trophy winner that played at Ohio State and Notre Dame, you know, we might want to take a look and see what else you can do to expand that collection. You know, right. it's, so that's always a problem, right? Because if there's, if there's something that you collect that comes to the point where either you're you hit you hit that roadblock, right? Where it's like, OK, I've collected all the stuff that, that I can get or afford and I'm not spending eight thousand dollars on, on a Babe Ruth ball because i just can't afford it but you also want to keep on collecting i have that problem with some of my sets i'm collecting i get to the point where okay i've got four or five hundred cards signed and then I'm, I'm to the point where okay now that now either i have to really invest serious money or these guys just you know, you know they're, they're not out there you know you try to get a 1978 lyman boss stock card or a thurman munson card they're few and far between well, what i tell people in that particular instance is you know if if you find that dealer that you trust that the item is authentic, see if you can work out a payment plan. I have numerous collectors that have been sending me payments, you know, for you know for things that they couldn't afford at the present time, but they they you know they they save up and they pay me monthly installments. So this way, you keep the customer happy, and the and the collector you know is building his collection, and he doesn't lose out on that item. Right. So, I mean, remember, guys, it's we're doing you do it for fun and then the the, the profit or, or, or value falls in line. Right. If if you if you're just collecting to to make money, so to speak, it, it kind of loses a little luster, I think. Don't you think, Les? Oh, definitely. Definitely. And believe me, when I started out collecting, I never thought of it, that, you know, as a moneymaker. I just did it because I enjoyed it. And it was fun meeting athletes, talking to them, getting their autographs. Right. And even to this day, you know, even though there is a lot of money involved with a lot of this stuff, sometimes I'd rather just have that average fringe player that I need on, 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 on let's say, in a book or on a card than the superstar. Right. And, and a lot of times. It, and more often than, excuse me, more often than none, that average fringe player is real happy to, to sign your thing and he's much friendlier and you can even build a relationship with that person. Right, and I think that's half the fun of it is not just having that the item is it's the 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 getting the the item the chase of getting the item and the the chance of of actually you know meeting this person and and even if it's only for five minutes uh, of meeting the person well then then you've established uh, a relationship and I think it, the item means more to you than if something um, you know something that you just got out of a pack of cards right absolutely. All right, my friend, I think we are good. Let's, guys, if you have anything you want less to do an appraisal on or an opinion on, please send it to me at ttmcast at yahoo.com. We are going to do an appraisal show, opinion show next week, next Saturday. Uh, Les is with us just about every week. So uh, 
We, if you have questions for Les, you can send it to uh, lwolf1823 at aol.com or to me at ttmcast at yahoo.com. All right, pal, anything else? That's all, folks. <laughs> all right, buddy, we will see you next week for an appraisal show, and you have a great week, and have a good time with your family, and happy Mother's Day to your wife. Likewise to your wife, too. All right, though. I'll talk to you later. It's funny, uh, Drew. Sometimes less is really um, less. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's why he, 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 he's, he's very, very, um, he's very funny in some instances. And he, he's uh, get that New York uh, ill to him, if you know what I mean. That, that. Yeah. But today was, he was a real, it was really um, serious. And it was very uh, poignant and it was very pointed. And uh, he was on, Les was on in terms of, of giving advice on how to be focused and collect. And, and I thought it was a really nice, nice talk, time to talk with Les. Yeah. Well, guys, I think that closes up more, more from Les. Next up, we have Collector's Corner. And now it's time for Collector's Corner. Let's hear from our collector this week. Sponsored by Collects the free app that shows you the value of your card collection. Scan and catalog your cards, follow other users, and buy and sell with other collectors. That's Collects, C-O-L-L-X. So the, uh, I got to talk with Jeff Parker. Jeff Parker is the inventor and founder of Card Cradle. And Card Cradle is a cool thing that Jeff has uh, invented. It's a um, way to display your cards on a wall. It's uh, kind of a plastic cradle, if you will, that you can put your cards, your graded cards, or your cards that are in one touch, or, or even cards that are in top loaders, and you can put them, uh, these card cradles right up, on the, right up on the wall and get your cards out of the, your drawers or out of your binders and let them let you display them. Now, of course, you have to make sure you uh, take into consideration light. You don't want to get sun, too much sunlight on your cards, but if, if you have a nice area to display your cards, these, the card cradles are really cool. And he also has these the, these things to display basketballs and baseballs, hockey pucks, soccer balls, as well as um, uh, if you're a dealer and you have you know you have you're out at a show and you have tables, he has these spindles that you can put all these cards in to display the cards uh, to sell. So um, you can check out thecardcradle.com if you want to try to uh, register to win one of the four free card cradles that we're going to give away. All you have to do is send an email to us at. Cast at yahoo.com and we're gonna give away one of uh, we're gonna give away four card cradles but please enjoy my interview with jeff parker and learn about how uh card cradle became came uh, about and, and became a reality all right guys we have a really great guest and i'm this is behind the scenes stuff we're gonna we're gonna slide out the curtain a little and then let you know i have jeff parker from he is the uh inventor and president of the card cradle cardcradle.com we're going to talk about his cool displays but when i started talking with jeff before we started recording i'm like jeff jeff just slow down you get all this good stuff and we'll we'll lose it so guys you're in for a treat here we have jeff parker he is from bloomington indiana he has uh, invented a very cool product during the pandemic it's called the card cradle it's a new and innovative product that allows cards to be displayed on walls it holds slabs one touches and top loaders up to 180 point it lets you show off your collection so that it's not sitting in a drawer someplace or sitting in a closet someplace it is i I don't know why we haven't had this 15 years ago jeff but jeff welcome to the program thanks jeff glad to be here 
I'm so excited to talk to you because I love I love your product. I saw it. Uh, you know, I, I learned about you guys from from the Cards Life, and uh, it was gr- great to see you guys on the Cards Life. But why don't you let people know, um, you know, how this how the idea came about, and and, and how from uh, you know just talking to your son about cards during the pandemic, you, you, you built this great uh, product. Well, it's so, uh, we were card collectors back in the nineties with my, with my older kids and we, uh, we loved collecting cards. And so it kind of faded away, just kind of lost touch with the hobby. And so in February 21, my son, who was a junior in college called me and said, did you see that Kobe Bryant card sold for $2 million? And I said, no, not really, kind of having lost touch with the hobby. And so he goes, well, you might want to go downstairs in the basement and check those cards. So I went down and started going through and found some really valuable cards. I mean, Kobe Bryant rookie cards and Jordan cards and just started getting back in touch with the hobby. It was kind of, uh, you know, just learning about him again and re-experiencing was, a, was, was fun. But then I started learning about grading cards and slabs and all the stuff I really didn't know about. And so I started sending some cards into PSA to get graded. And right at that time, they shut down. So this was like March of 21. Yep. At you know, the height. Sending these cards the perfect in. storm, right? We call it the perfect storm. Perfect Jeff. storm, you know. <laughs> so I got some actually in before they shut down. And so... Uh, then I started talking to some local card collectors and I said, I've got these cards, what's, you know, are there card shows and really hadn't been to card shows. And so they told me, if you want to go to a card show, a good card show, a big card show, go to Dallas. So during the summer, my son and I bought a table. We went down to Dallas card show in July of 21. There's when nothing like there, Dallas. There's nothing like Dallas in July. No, you know? <laughs> it, it was overwhelming. I hadn't been to a card show before, you know, I'm like, Holy, I mean, it was like, I mean, there's 700 tables there, thousands of people. I'm, I was kind of overwhelming, really. And so but when I when I got there, I was looking at across the room, and I just saw all these booths all looked exactly the same. And the, the marketing guy in, in me, I was thinking about why aren't these cards up? Why aren't they displaying the more space than being up? And so... Um, when I got home, I started putting together some tape and, and uh, duct tape and paper. And I actually made what I thought the card cradle, sh- I mean, should look- it wasn't called the card cradle yet. It's just something that's going to hold cards should yep. look like to go on walls. And so I met with uh, uh, an acquaintance of mine who had a 3D printer. And we just started making iterations of the card cradle. And so eventually... We made one that worked, and you know the next step was to get a get a mold made. So we got a mold made, and if from six months time from from having the paper mock up until we had uh, a mold produced and product produced is about six months time. It happened like really quick. Yeah, I but, mean, you know what? It's funny because the the uh, pandemic really, you know, in one in- instances it it was bad for a business but in other instances it gave people time to kind of sit back breathe and, and, and really infuse new ideas and, and there's so many cool things that have come out 
um, from the pandemic, you know, new new apps and new ways to display cards and all sorts of other cool stuff. So um, I, you know, I think the pandemic really jump-started the hobby again. It did. I, I, I agree with that 100%. It just, it was, uh, there, there's some good and bad things about it. And so that was one of the good things that came out of it was just the innovation that happened. And so, uh, you know, the innovation, I, I got in touch with uh, Brandon Verzal from the, uh, from the Card Life TV show. And he was doing a show about innovation and he saw the card cradle and he, he wanted to have, have me on to explain that and tell about the, how that happened. And, you know, I w really wasn't ready to sell yet because it was still kind of being produced and, but it, it aired in January of this year, but now we're ready to sell. The website's up right now, the shopping carts live. And so we're ready to go with, uh, uh, with the, uh, with the sales now. Guys, if you want to see what the, uh, the card cradle looks like, you can go to thecardcradle.com, thecardcradle.com. And they have all sorts of cool different options. They have uh, wall mount mounts, which is just exactly what it is. It's a, a piece of plastic with the, the card rests in the piece of plastic in your uh, holder or, or slab. And then it has a, um, I don't know, what are those, the, the 3M things, right? The the sticky the things. 3M strips, right. So right. It, it, comes in, it comes in a four pack and in the four pack, are uh, is a hardware kit. It's uh, command strips. There's also a screw. There's actually you can mount it with a screw as well. The command strip is probably the best way, but some people like to use the screw as well. Yeah, the command strips. Are, I mean, we all use them all the way through college, right? We put them, put the posters up on our wall right. and, and photos up on the wall. And my wife, my wife, every time, don't ha hammer a nail. Use the command strip. So <laughs> right. it's a really cool package. So that they come in four packs. There's also a twelve pack. You also have a, a hook version. Um, and there's a there's a cool we were talking about the display case. There's a cool display case where you can put like a spindle where you can put a bunch it of cards in the display case. Uh, Jeff, I was at, at a show this uh, weekend at, at the uh, Wilmington Shriners at the Shriners Auditorium. It was the Rich Altman show, and just as you said, all the booths look alike. They all had the same display cases. None of the none of the cards were up. If you weren't on, if the guys weren't on a wall, they were shit out of luck. For, excuse my French. Because all the all the cards are just sitting there, and I, I if you if you're a guy that you know, goes to card shows and displays at card shows, or, or even if you have a, a retail store, the, the the spin displays are perfect because it's designed for cards. Right, and so the spin display will hold 36 slabs in less than one square foot of counter space. So you, you're you're displaying up versus flat out. So it's so much easier to see the cards, um, and so we have. Uh, the spin displays at a couple of local card shops. One is at uh, Indie Card Exchange in Indianapolis. One here in Bloomington, the High Five Cards. So they've got cards displayed because they're so much easier to see, and it, and it rotates, and so you can see them. Now, you know, I I realize that you're not going to put your high value cards in there because you know theft is definitely a concern. It shows, and so. But it's a great way to draw people to your booth to see what you have. Yeah, you know, I mean, if you're, at a, if you're at a show here in Boston, I mean, the Fenway Park show is a couple of weeks. You put that display with with a 36 Red Sox card, you're going to be filling that thing all day. Yeah, and you, know, you can. There's a, a place to put a header in the top of the sign, so you can put your 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 name or your brand. You can put a special that you're having. Buy two, get one 50% off, whatever you want to do. There's a header that you can put a sign on there. And again, it's a, it's a marketing tool. It attracts attention to your booth. And the more eyeballs you get, the more product you're going to sell.
Yeah, and also I, the other thing I love is you have these uh, these ball holders, equipment holders that you can that can go right up on the on the wall, so you can display your autographed basketball or your autographed baseball. Um, you can you can do baseball, basketball, soccer balls, footballs, and bats. All for you get one of them for under thirty dollars, which is right. unbelievable. Think about think about how much you pay to for one of those cases, those huge clunky cases. Those go for sixty, seventy dollars. And if you want to get it framed, you're talking a couple hundred bucks. So right. this is this is for under thirty dollars. You can display your, you know your autographed Tom Brady football or your your multiply signed basketball or uh, your your uh, you know Babe Ruth bat, if you will. It's it's just is that those did that come second after you you got the card credit like okay now now how did that come about so the card cradle came about first because it was about displaying getting things up in the walls and so once i kind of solved the problem about about displaying cards in the wall which can be done like you said the wall mount or there's a pc grid that you can hang cards on but then i thought you need to be able to display balls and bats also so we, uh, we sourced a, a way to display balls and bats. And so they also come with card cradles. So you can put an autograph, like you said, basketball, baseball, football, bat on the wall and put, your, and put four cards alongside of it and make it, dis- I mean, it's an instant display. You know, you get, it, get the cards out of boxes, you get balls out of boxes. So you can see things and you appreciate them more. And when people come over to see what I have in my man cave they're like wow i want that because it's so it's just so visual it's just so much better the the experience is better i agree i I, you and i were talking before we we started recording but i hate the fact that i get a a nice new i get a bobby york uh card from 1967 and i now i get now i gotta put it in a binder someplace or i gotta put it in a closet i want to show that baby off you know Right. So, I, you know, in my, in, like I said, in my man cave in my office, I have my cars, I'm surrounded by my cars. And I, I love coming in and seeing them because here, here's one thing that was, uh, we, we love the energy and emotion of sports. We also, and so we collect cards because we love to relive that same energy and emotion. And so when you see the cars, it brings it all back. And so our, my whole goal, and I named my company, um, my company is called Ace Brands, and it's uh, the card cradle is one of the brands. But it's called Ace Brands, and it's an acronym for uh, Amplify Collector's Experience. That's what Ace stands for. And that's why my whole goal is to make it a better experience for collectors to be able to display their cards, to be able to display balls, bats, and just have a better feeling uh, about why we love collecting. Guys, yeah, so we're speaking with Jeff Parker. Jeff is the inventor of the card cradle. It's the cardcradle.com. You can go on their site. Every they they sell direct. So if you there's something you want to purchase, all the the mount, the wall mounts, the the ball holders, all the cool stuff, the grids, the spindles, there everything is available there. You go to thecardcradle.com, and I'll just explain what the card cradle actually is. It's a um, it's like a plastic frame, but it's not it's not a frame. It's more of a a cradle, right? It, it holds cradle, the card. It, yeah. it holds the card. So basically, it's a, a really um, heavy duty piece of plat clear plastic where it allows you to slip your card right in the top. You know, either your slabs, your graded, or one touch, or even in top loaders. As long as it's not too thick, so up to 180 point in thickness, 
And it's just a great way to get those cards out of the boxes and, and out of the closets. And, you know, what, you know, Les and I, Les Wolf and I talk all the time about um, how do you dis how display your items and how do you protect them? So guys, you got to make sure that your items aren't in direct sunlight, right? And that it's, right. you don't, you're not, not susceptible to water and, and basements and stuff, but it's just a great way to get the stuff out. And uh, Jeff, I think you've hit a home run with this thing. Well, the, the nice thing about it, there are some display products out there, but they're usually you're usually locked into a specific brand of slab, and you'd have to. Th this will hold slabs from any grading company. It'll hold one touch. It'll hold top loader. So no matter how you collect, you can display. I mean, if, you know, if it's a twelve year old kid who has cards in a in top loaders, but they want to display those, they can. If yep. you've got slabs you want to display, you can. So one of our slogans is collect your way, protect anyway, and display a better way. Because that just gives you, this lets you, it's so versatile. You can do, you can really display whatever cards you have and however you collect. That's the best way to describe it, Jeff, versatile. That's the best word I've heard about describing it because it's really, it puts the onus back in your hands. You're not tied to a specific thing. And then when you're you're decorating your your wall. You're not tied to having that thing sit there for the, in one spot the rest of the rest of eternity. You can really move them around fairly quickly with the with it's, the. It's yeah. easy to. Also, if you change your car, if you just slip them out. Let's say you, if you trade and you get a new car, you just pull it out of the top of the card cradle and put another one in. So it's really easy to to change, to upgrade, to uh, you know, like I said, just get different cards add to your collection change it up it's really simple well guys Je jeff has been kind enough to kind enough to give a few uh, card cradles that we're going to give away to our listeners so guys send me what we want i need a, your name and uh your e mailing address and uh put in the the title card cradle c a r d c a d l e and that and we're going to give away a couple card cradles so uh you can you can guys you, once you get one or two in your hands you're going to be like I need a I need a case of these things. <laughs> right. I'll tell you something else I'll share with your listeners is uh, we have a discount code. Uh, you know, we've just now launched, so we're we're open for business now. So there's a discount code uh, for 25% off all orders. It's show up, all one word. And uh, any any of your listeners can take advantage of that. So it's a it's a great savings. Show up or show off. off? Show off, right? Show up. Show up. Show up. Yeah, sorry. Okay. All right. We will make guys, you want to save 25%, which is a good deal because these things are, are very affordable. 25%. Use the code show up. You go to thecardcradle.com. And how long is the co code going to be good for, Jeff, do you think? It, it'll be good uh, to the middle of June. Okay. So you got so, about, you got a couple months, a month and a half to, right. to try it out. It is thecardcradle.com. If you have any questions for Jeff, you if you're interested in it, you go to the website and you, you're like, oh, well, do, do you have this or does it do this? You can send it to info at thecardcradle.com. That's their email address, info at thecardcradle.com. They're on social media everywhere at The Card Cradle. You can go see the video from uh, The Cards Life, which is, is a really uh, nice feature. You can go check that out. Uh, that's on their website, thecardcradle.com. Uh, Jeff has started the started and really uh, it was a quick turnaround, don't you think, Jeff? In terms of the time that you kind of thought, oh, this is this is an idea to actually having a product that you can sell and put your hands on. Yeah, it was it was a quick turnaround. Um, 
like I said, it went, it happened fairly quickly, but you know, there's a lot of things that go on behind the scenes before you can get ready to start selling product besides sure. just producing it. So it's, uh, it's available now and we've been getting a tremendous response from people that, that are learning about it. That's our biggest challenge is just letting people know what it is because it's a new product. And so it, it doesn't exist and they, they have, they're not, people aren't used to using it. And so it's just getting out and spreading the word. We're going to be at uh, the Midwest monster in June in Indianapolis. It's a, Big Midwest show. Uh, I think it's the biggest show before national. Um, will you be in Chicago at the national? I will. I will be there personally. I will not be displaying, but I'll be there, um, and I'll have some uh, branded gear on so people can run into me and see me. The other thing is, Jeff, I stand out from the crowd. I'm six <laughs> eleven. So they'll be I'm able so to see me. I'm so jealous. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I played college basketball at Ball State back in the early 80s, and I played overseas in Australia for a while. So I stand out in the crowd. So if you see me at Nashville, just stop by and say, hey, Jeff. Are the car cradles um, made in the United States, or, or where, where are you sourcing those from? So the, the mold is in China. It was developed here in the U.S. We're selling in the U.S., but the mold is actually overseas. So that they produce them and and uh, you stock all this stuff and yes. you haven't had you haven't had any problems in terms of getting raw material to to no we have we have plenty of product in stock guys it's the card cradle check it out thecardcradle.com and uh, you can learn all about it there's a twenty five percent discount code um, show up s h o w u p use that on when you check out also um, there's all sorts of cool stuff including the, the in, in addition to the card cradle. These ball holders, I don't, they're wall ball, ball holders for basketballs, footballs, baseballs, and bats. And it's a really, it's a nice addition to the product line. It, it is. It just gives, like I said, it gives collectors a way to show what they love. They collect what they love, but they don't have a way to show what they love. And so being able to show your cards and your autograph memorabilia and, and combine it with your cards. And here's the other thing. It's very, uh, like I said, it's flexible, versatile because you can create your own display. I mean, very quickly, you, you attach this to the wall and put the cards around and you know, instantly you have an autograph ball with four cards around it. And it's uh, just so easy to do. And it's it's so easy, versatile and easy. Has it been uh, difficult for people to grasp the, the concept of it or are they, they've been pretty, uh, rare, you know, this is something they've been looking for but they didn't even know. Yeah, they didn't even know they needed it. That's my biggest challenge is just getting the word out and telling people because they don't have really thought about what they're going to do with their cards. I mean, they, they get cards graded and they, they have them put away. And so, like I said earlier, my whole goal is just to make is to amplify the collector's experience, make it make the collecting experience better, you know, just so that. Like I said, when I come into my office and I see my cards and they're around me, it puts a smile on my face. You know, I'm glad that they're there. You know, so I want to do that for other people. Do you have a favorite card when you start digging up all your old cards? Did you ever? Do you have a favorite yeah. card that you, you're like, oh, I got to get this one up first? So you know, uh, when my kids were were younger, uh, we used to send cards through the mail, care of teams, and ask for autographs. Yeah, and so. It was a really cool experience for, for my daughters and I because they would get home from school, then run to the mailbox to see, did we get something? Did we get something? And so we've got um, 
Steve Nash autographed rookie cards, Dirk Nowitzki autographed rookie cards. I mean, back in 96 and 97, they, people didn't know who Steve Nash was. He was a draft pick, but they didn't yeah. know he was going to be a two-time MVP. And so we, we received those cards in the mail. And so those are really kind of priceless. I mean, not, they're, not, they're not that high dollar. They're, they're, they're nice, uh, but we're not going to sell those. So, and my son, we got a Brooke, or a Blake Griffin autographed rookie card through the mail. Um, we have a Kobe Bryant a pack pulled 1997 press pass autograph card. Oh, nice. And they're all authenticated. Uh, just here recently, I started collecting Hall of Fame autograph cards because we had so many cards that were people that were in Hall of Fame. And so I thought, you know, I'm going to start collecting Hall of Fame autograph cards just because um, they never go out of style. They're fairly constant in value. They're always adding new classes. And so you can kind of keep growing your collection. So that's what I'm, I'm chasing right now, are Hall, Hall of Fame autograph cards. Can the card cradle hold um, oversized cards like the 76 Tops Tall Boys and um, 64 tall boy football good, cards. Good question. Um, you know, I haven't really tried, but I think that they would um, because of the, the way they're constructed. They'll hold up to about 180 point thickness cards. Um, I don't, I think that they probably would. I don't think they'll tumble out of there. I'll, I'll have to try it out and see. Okay. Well, we're talking to Jeff Parker. Jeff Parker is the inventor of the card cradle. It's thecardcradle.com. He is from Bloomington, uh, Indiana. He's a basketball guy. I didn't know he was 6'11". I'm jealous. <laughs> I'm 5'9". Okay. <laughs> so he, he is, uh, you got to check this stuff out, guys. It's brand new. It's thecardcradle.com. couple things you should remember. Discount code 25% off show up through mid-June. So if you want to give it a try, check it out. These are very affordable items. So you can go and get a four-pack or a 12 pack, you get 25% off and it'll get you started. And it's kind of be like potato chips, Jeff. I think it's just once you have one of them, you're going to want to want it, another one and it, another it one kinda, and another one, right? It kind of is because once you get it up, um, you know, you, you kind of see it and then you got some more cards you want to display. Uh, the, the PC grid is a, it's a wire display that goes on the wall and the hook version of the card credit goes on there. So what I do is I take posters or, uh, I've got lots of different size posters, but I put posters up and I put the grid over the posters and then hang the cards on the grid. So you, if you have a little bit of artistic ability and, and, and you want it to look like something, I've got Michael Jordan uh, cards with, I got an autographed Michael Jordan basketball that I've got on the ball cradle and under it, I have the PC grid with six Jordan cards. And like I said, when people see that, they're like, oh, my goodness, I'd like to have that. You know, yeah. so it's just easy to do. And it just it's just uh, it just takes a little bit of ability to just to hang it and hang the cards on there. Very cool. Jeff, we're going to be giving away a couple of card cradles. So if you want to just as a sample to ch check it out, send me your name and your email address and your mailing address. And in the title, put card cradle, uh, card cradle, card cradle, card cradle. Card cradle, right, Joe, Jeff? We have, the one thing we have to make sure you remember wait, before you leave is card cradle. Don't yeah. forget the name, the card cradle, right? 
That's right. Yeah, the uh, the website's thecardcradle.com, and on Instagram, it's uh, at the card cradle. Make it make it simple and easy, uh, and and it's a perfect description of what the what the product does. I mean, it holds the. I mean, a cradle, you know, holds a baby and keeps a baby safe, and that's what these do. The card cradle holds the cards and keeps them safe and secure. Very good. It's it's a great product. I wish you the best of luck. I think it, uh, you're gonna. Yeah, you've hit a home run. I said this at the beginning. I think it's a. Uh, a much needed product and guys you're gonna it's something you didn't even know you you needed until you see it that's that's what i did i looked at i, I saw jeff's uh interview uh, on the cards life uh, with matt and brandon and i just said that's the best idea i've seen in a while uh, that, i didn't even know i needed that <laughs> yeah, that's right yeah it's it's uh once you see it you kind of re you really appreciate it more once you experience it because it just it, it just uh, seeing it and visually being around your cards and seeing them, it just puts a smile on your face. It's just, uh, it's just, a, it adds to the experience of collecting. I agree. Well, anything else you'd like to add before I let you go, Jeff? I don't think so. I appreciate your time and uh, just, you know, invite people to go check it out and see what it's all about. Again, thecardcradle.com. Follow them on social media at thecardcradle. Uh, they are on Twitter. They are on Instagram. They are on Facebook. They yeah. are and well, Vine, right? The fake uh, no, the Facebook's not up yet. We'll get, we're we're working. We're still developing the social media, but right now the, the Instagram's mainly the the main place that we are right now. Okay, cool. Well, Jeff, thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. Um, I'm sure I'll see you in Chicago, and, and maybe we'll catch up then and uh, have you back on the show when when you guys are up and running for a little while, and you can give some good success stories from customers. And I know you have a galleries up on your a gallery up on your website they, that that uh, shows some of the people, and, and you have a lot of referrals. Right, we've got some reviews. customers that are going to be sending pictures to us at their display, so we we encourage that as well. All right, my friend. Best of luck. Thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Jeff. I'd like to welcome our newest sponsor, Collects. Looking up the values of trading cards can be a chore, but now there's an app that makes getting the market price as simple as snapping a photo. The app is called Collects, C-O-L-L-X, and it's free in the App Store and in Google Play. After you scan your cards and get the values, you can build out your collection, list cards for sale, and make deals with other Collects users to buy and sell cards. Now you can get $10 towards your first card purchase and collects marketplace. Just send me an email at ttmcast at yahoo.com and we'll get you a $10 coupon. Get collects today. It's free and get $10 towards your first card purchase. Just send me an email to ttmcast at yahoo.com and make sure you put $10 in your subject line. Well, Drew, I really like card. I really like the card cradle. I think you should guys check out. Go to thecardcradle.com. Uh, and I love... Uh, collector's corner because we get to talk to different types of collectors right jeff was, was a collector that that saw a need and, and him and his son came up with his card cradle and, and developed it fairly quickly so it was really interesting to learn about how he de developed the card cradle again if you want to register to win one of the four card cradles i need um your name and mailing address by say let's say friday of of uh next week um, and we're going to pick the winners on our next Saturday's show. So please uh, send me your email, uh, your, your name and mailing address to ttmcast at yahoo.com. I am making bank on this email. I know. I was day. just going to say, Drew, we're, we're, we have a record. I think the most times we've mentioned our, our email address, but we have so much things going on. So please register to win a uh, card cradle. We're going to give away four of them this week. 
All right. Collector's Corner is done. Next up, Drew, is... We've got Making the Grade. Making the Grade is sponsored by Certified Sports Guarantee. Go to csgcards.com for sports card grading for the win. Have you graded your sports cards with CSG yet? There's no better time than now. Every authenticated sports card arrives in the hobby's best holder. CSG is known for their expertise, integrity, and world-class service. Get your sports cards for as low as $12 a card with CSG. Go to csgcards.com to start your submission today and get $10 off the first year of your membership with code TTMCAST. Well, Joe, we had some uh, May grading numbers first week of May. Why don't you let people know what we got? Yeah, from the 1st through the 7th, numbers from PSA, SGC, CSG, and Beckett. PSA down 16% from the previous week. That's uh, still 226,500 cards they have had go through their offices there. So not exactly a slow week for them by any means, despite that little bit of a drop. SGC, 9% increase on their numbers, 20,700 cards that they have slabbed in the past week. CSG, nice big increase there, 38% up from the previous week at 19,000. 300 cards and Beckett dropping again, a little uh, possibly some fallout from the uh, Kunal Chopra news there of him uh, leaving as CEO. 21% drop down to 13,500 cards that they uh, slabbed during the previous week. Well, Drew, eBay has been authenticating uh, cards of uh, $250 and more in the United States for a little while. They, they do it through CSG and now they're doing it without any orders that are going out to Canada. So just want nice. to, our, our Canadian listeners, we have a bunch of Canadian listeners out there. eBay is now authenticating Canadian orders via CSG uh, of cards of $250 or more. So just kind of a, a nice uh, thing for Canadian, our Canadian friends or Canadian listeners. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Drew, time for the big three. Yes, indeed. This week's big three is brought to you by Gemrate.com. Whose cards are hot and whose cards are cold this week? Let's find out from our friends at gemrate.com. Big three. We get the big three from our friends at gemrate.com. They give us uh, the biggest movers, the biggest gainers and droppers uh, of the week. Grading was down 12% over last week. So uh, the numbers have dropped two weeks in a row. Yeah, that's kind of weird to see that there. I mean, it's obviously, you know, numbers are still pretty high. We're still approaching, you know, that quarter million to 300,000 card mark. But still, yeah, a little surprising to see them down. Got the uh, top three, though, for this week are uh, number one, Corbin Carroll, the uh, big prospect uh, rookie outfielder there for Arizona. 63% increase to his numbers uh, over the previous week. Uh, Lionel Messi, who is, it seems like he's almost every single week is either on the top three or the bottom three. Yep. This time he's in the top three, a 35% increase on his uh, grading numbers over the previous week. And his counterpart, Cristiano Ronaldo, a 31% increase on his stuff as well. So soccer making its way into the top three this week. Through a couple tidbits from our friends at Gemrate, the 1989 Ken Griffey rookie card, the uh, upper deck rookie card, is approaching 100,000 cards graded. That's going to be the first card to hit the 100,000 card mark. So it's kind of interesting, 100,000 of a single card getting graded. Don't you think that's kind of cool? That is amazing. I'd love to see like the breakdown of like, you know, how many of them got gem, how many got mint, on, et cetera, on down to how many of them were so you know, if somebody actually got one, it's run over by a car and they just got it graded authentic or something like that. Yeah, we saw uh, Corbin Carroll had a big push. Well, somebody, uh, a collector out there is 
put in a lot of 2019 first Bowman paper, uh, Corbin Carroll cards. So that is why the, that had such a big increase. Um, interesting, the ebb and flow, right, from one, one week to the next, how, so, you know, one, one or two collectors will, will really push the numbers on a weekly basis. Definitely. I can already make a guess as to who is going to be on the bottom of three next week there with uh, <laughs> when you factor all that in there. Well, who's at the bottom this week? Well, this week's bottom three, you have Tyrese Halliburton, a 47% drop in his stuff. Scotty Barnes, a 37% drop and uh, Zion Williamson, a 37% drop as well. So basketball leading the bottom three as the uh, playoff field gets whittled down to uh, down to its final few teams. Yeah, I think that's what that is, right? That these guys yeah. get they get knocked out or they, they're. Their, their teams don't perform as they thought they were, and the, it starts going down. Well, guys, that uh, closes out our big three for the week. I want to thank our friends at germrate.com. They provide exclusive content that you're only going to find here at TTMCast. So hopefully you're enjoying that. Uh, next up, we're going to have TTMCast stamp of approval. I bet you're wondering who earned this week's TTMCast stamp of approval. Well, guys, we do the TTMcast stamp approval just because you know Drew and I do stuff other than 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 collect cards. So we have, we have other things that we're really into, and we we like to let people know that uh, we're into. Sometimes it's food, sometimes it's books, sometimes it's TV shows, uh, and, and we like to just give our uh, our approval of something that we really like. So, Drew, why don't you do yours first? All right. So I mentioned a few weeks ago that I started playing floorball again, which is a uh... It's kind of a, it's an offshoot of street hockey. I've done some broadcasting over the last few years. I was, uh, long story short, I was banned from playing for several years, but I finally got a, got a cleared on appeal to start playing again and everything. And so I started doing that. And, uh, well, back when I played through about 2016 or so, I was mostly a goalie, but I never had my own gear. We just had our club gear that I would usually use. And, uh, now that I'm no longer part of a club, it's like, all right, I want to get back into this, but I don't run well. So I really can't be a floor player that well. So Let's get some goalie gear. So I looked into a couple of uh, places online here in the U.S. and like a full set of goalie gear, it was going to cost me over $500 to be able to get it. And I'm thinking, oh, number one, I don't need a full set. I've still got a couple items I can use. Like I've still got my helmet. I've got gloves if I really want to use those. I don't need to wear elbow pads. So it's like even still cutting it down to just the bare necessities is going to be like $250 inside to, to buy it inside the U.S. So I'm thinking, well, there's got to be something better out there. And finally, I found it with eFloorball.net. They're out of somewhere in Europe. If I had to guess, it's probably Sweden or somewhere like that. Sweden and Finland are the two biggest countries for it. But they have a lot of brands that you don't find in the U.S. at all that are significantly cheaper over there. And the best thing of all is I was able to get almost a full set of goalie gear. Everything except I'm not going to buy goalie shoes just yet. I can use my tennis shoes for a while. And I've already got my mask. But other than that, everything else, I'll be able to get it all for under $250 shipped. $30, I think, was the cost on the shipping to get it all sent over here. So not a bad cost at all. So if you're interested in trying out Floorball, I highly recommend the website eFloorball.net. You can go and get yourself a stick from there, some balls. If you want to get really crazy, you can buy the goals, the goalie gear, and all that kind of stuff. And, I mean, if, if, you're, if you're lucky, you'll have a Floorball organization near you, and you can just you know, jump into some of their games and stuff. It's really big in Texas. You've got teams out in Massachusetts, in uh, Wisconsin, Colorado, a lot of them out in California, too. California's become a real hotbed for them. But check it out. If you haven't played floorball, check it out. And if you need to get yourself some gear, eFloorball.net so far has been the best site that I've been able to find for it. I should hopefully have some goalie gear by the middle of July or by the middle of June. 
Very cool. Hey, my uh, TTM cast stamp approval, my uh, anniversary was, was last week at my 32nd anniversary. And my wife uh, surprised me with, she got me a book and um, a poster, but post, the poster is like a, of all the ballparks in the in the country and it's like a scratch off so you, if you go to a ballpark oh, yeah. you scratch it off so i got that i got that in my office now and she bought me this cool book it's called uh baseball road trips it's by timothy malcolm and it's the complete guide to all ballparks with beer bite bites and sites nearby it's a great book that kind of just gives you an overview of all the areas um you know the ballparks and, and what to look for and the foods to get and uh you know i i know drew drew's big into doing road trips for all the minor mm -hmm. leagues and he sends some major league parks and i think we're going to do a a trip this summer to, to we haven't picked the park yet the 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 trip yet but uh the book is called the baseball road trips by timothy malcolm uh check it out it's uh you know if you haven't done a trip a, a ballpark trip i highly recommend it or if you haven't done the hall of fame or you know, it's great for kids. You're right, Drew, taking kids yes. to, to uh, a ballpark or the Hall of Fame, and especially in the minor league, which is really fun. So I'm going to try to hit a, uh, a major league park that I haven't been to. I've, this, I've been to probably maybe half of them. So there's a lot in the Midwest that I haven't been to. Um, and I think maybe we'll do a, a trip this summer to a ballpark. So the book the book is called uh, Baseball Road Trips. It is by Timothy Malcolm, and that is my TTM cast stamp approval for the week. And I want to thank my wife for giving me the uh, great book. So it's kind of cool. Nice. Have you ever seen the book Green Cathedrals before at all? I have not. It. Uh, I've originally got a copy of it back in the early to mid 90s or so when they did their first uh, printing of it. And I'm hoping they've updated since then, but it has like histories of every single ballpark that has ever been used for a major league or Negro league game. And it is comprehensive. I mean, it talks about like... Uh, Geauga Lake Amusement Park in Ohio actually played host to like three Cleveland Spiders games, the 1890s. Wow. And it mentions that in there. So, I mean, it it is truly comprehensive. If you ever come across a copy of it, definitely check that out too. All right. Green Cathedrals is, is Drew's uh, second TTM cast sample. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Throw that in there, of course. Yep. Very cool. Well, that closes, wraps up our TTM cast sample approval. Next up is the Vern Rat Minute. Vern Rapp Minute is dedicated to Mr. Vern Rapp. We go down uh, people, a list of people who have passed away uh, this week in the world of sports and celebrity. So you don't, uh, aren't embarrassed by uh, sending out a TTM request to somebody who passed away like I did. Um, we do this as a service to our fellow TTMers. And this week we lost a bunch of people in the world of sports and a couple of celebrities as well. We lost Vern Holtgrave. Vern, Vern Holtgrave was a pitcher for the uh, Detroit Tigers. He made one appearance in 1965. Drew, I love these guys because uh, if you're collecting teams, right, you, you want a, a signature of everyone that's ever pitched a, or played a game for a team, you need these guys, right? Yeah. So uh, Vern Holtgrave pitched one appearance in 1965. He pitched three innings. He left out four hits, two runs, two Ks, and two walks. Uh, and then he retired. He must have either yep. got hurt or went down 
figured it wasn't going to be playing a, in the majors anymore. He was actually a good TTMer. Vern Holtgrave was 80 years old. Keeping the Detroit connection here, uh, Ed Flanagan died this week. Football player, played with the Detroit Lions, also with the San Diego Chargers. Spent 1965 to 1976 as a pro player and got into four Pro Bowls during that time. So very solid player as well. Also went to Purdue for college ball. He was an excellent TTMer. Ed Flanagan, 79 years old. Another, well, another one of these one, one game guys, his name is Larry Foster. He was a pitcher. He pitched one game in the majors, 1963 with the Detroit Tigers. Wow. He hit, he let up four hits, three runs, one walk and one strikeout. He, after he only played one game in 63. And after that, he became a pastor, which is interesting. Huh. He was not a TTMer. Uh, Larry Foster was 85 years old. Got a, a legend of college basketball died this week. Uh, Denny Crum course was the head coach at louisville for what 30 years there 1971 to 2001 675 games won as a head coach two-time national championship winner as well danny was an excellent ttmer he was 86 years old all right joe trivia time ready who was the only quarterback to play in a rose bowl a super bowl and a gray cup I'm not going to spoil it but I'm going to say that I did not know this one until you put it on the list right there so uh Give everybody a chance to think about who that might be, and then I'll let you give the answer. All right. This gentleman was – we'll give some clues, okay? He was a college football Hall of Famer. He played in Canada, primarily in Canada, from 1959 to 1966. And from 67 to 70, he played in the NFL. He played. He was a quarterback with the Minnesota Vikings, which is the where he, the Super Bowl came from. And he played for the Boston Patriots. I think he only played one year, 1970, for the Boston Patriots. We're talking, of course, about Joe Cap. Joe Cap uh, was 85 years old. He passed away the other day, and he last he teamed in 2019. The only QB to play in a Rose Bowl, Super Bowl, and Grey Cup. Joe Cap passed away at 85. Uh, we also lost uh, Vic Stasiuk this week and continuing again with the Detroit theme here. He played with the Red Wings for a little part of his career, but also with the uh, Chicago and Boston, three of the original six teams right there. Left winger, won three cups, and he was a part of the Uke line in Boston with, uh, I think, what, Bronco Horvath and uh, Johnny Busick there as yep. well. 183 career goals across 745 games. He played from 1950 to 1963. Hasn't TTM'd in quite a while. Last TTM we saw in him was 2015, but uh, he was 93 years old. Vic Stasiak. We lost Deacon Jones. I know we're not talking about the Rams, Deacon Jones of the NFL Hall of Fame. We're talking about Deacon Jones, who played for the White Sox in parts of 1962, 63, and 66. He played in 40 major league games. He was a first baseman. He had 60 at-bats, 14 hits, and one home run and 10 RBIs. He actually hit uh, 406 in the minor leagues, which is which was is still a record for, I forget which league it was. Um, but never, he's one of those four, four uh, guys, right? that just yep. never quite made it in the, in the majors. Uh, he was a good T-Tammer. Deacon Jones was 89 years old. I uh, we mentioned this on our Wednesday show. We'll bring it up here again, though. We lost Vita Blue this past week, one of the great pitchers of the 1970s. Spent time with the A's, the Giants, and the Royals. He was a six-time All-Star, three-time World Series champion. Leave all of those with the uh, A's, except all well, the 85 Royals, I believe, there. So two with the A's and one with the Royals, it would seem like. Uh, he was the MVP and Cy Young Award winner in 1971 through a no-hitter in his uh, second year of 1970. Excellent TTMer as well at a, a $10 and then later $15 fee. Uh, Vita Blue was 73 years old. Yeah, I believe he was the, if if not the only guy, but at least the first guy 
to start an all-star game for the American League and National League. He started for, he was with the Giants and he started a game, uh, an all-star game and he started the 71 all-star game, I believe, as a member of the A's. So I don't know if anyone else has done that since. Yeah, I can't think of it. I mean, the only one that I think that might have had a chance of that is like, you know, somebody like Roy Halladay or somebody like Halliday, that. Perry, Halliday, maybe? Cliff Lee. Possibly Perry. Yeah, I mean, Perry played for so many teams that he might have, but yeah. Yeah, but so I know he was the first one to do it, though. Uh, we lost Dick Burwell. Dick Burwell pitched in parts of uh, a couple of seasons, 1960 and 61 with the Cubs. He uh, he pitched in five games. He had one start with against the Reds in 1960. He allowed home runs to Gordy Coleman and Eddie Casco. Um, he was he left the game that the Cubs were losing, but then they came back, tied it up and ended up losing the game eventually. Uh, so he didn't get take the loss. Uh, he was a pretty good TTM or Dick Burwell was 83 years old. Uh, let's see here. We lost uh, bring my notes back up here. I was trying to look up some of this next guy, but we lost uh, Roger Hambright pitcher for the Yankees. Uh, only played the 1971 season with them, uh, played in 18 games, had a three and one record. His last TTM was in 2017. I think he was in the 72 set on one of those uh, Yankees multiplayer rookie cards there. Uh, Roger Hambright was 74 years old. Oh, so you didn't have him? I don't think I did. I'm trying to look right here real quick and see if I did. And uh, yeah, I did not. I think he was the one that I am missing on that Yankees rookie stars card. I'm going to try to bring it up on my stuff right here. And uh, yeah, he was the one. I was missing on there. It was him, Alan Closter, and Rusty Torres. And oh, that, I bought that, it signed by Rusty Torres, then got it signed by Closter later on. I was holding up because I knew Ham I knew Hambright was not a good sign or something. Well, yeah, he hadn't signed, he had uh, signed in a while. He he yeah. he did not have a great signing um thing. And uh he probably yeah, he, unfortunately we lost him this week. We lost in the world of um I don't know, soap opera, right? Soap opera yeah. lore. Um Jackie Zellman. Jackie Zellman played Bobby Spencer in General Hospital for over 40 years. Um, did you ever get into watching soaps like when you were in college or no? Never did. I had a really good friend who was a huge follower of General Hospital, though. Yeah, well, see, when I was in college, it was the big Luke and Laura thing. So General Hospital was huge. And I lived on a, a co-ed floor. So it was like every other room. It was, a, uh, it was guys, girls, guys, girls. So uh, when General Hospital was on I always used to go in the girls rooms and watch Channel Hospital <laughs> for for that for that year I think it was my sophomore year in college so I I was into that that was a big thing with if you remember with Luke it was before your time but Luke Luke and Laura was a big was a big thing and Bobby Spencer played out Luke's sister so she she and she was on General Hospital forever she passed away she was 70 years old uh we lost Don January this week he was a golfer 1967 PGA champion on uh, the PGA tour there. So big name for a bit. He was an excellent TTM or Don January, 93 years old. And last week we lost a singer songwriter from Canada, uh, Gordon Lightfoot. Um, and Gordon Lightfoot was 84 years old. He passed away. Um, but about a week and a half ago now, right? Two weeks. Yeah. A week and a half ago. I want to make sure to mention him because I was going to get him in last week, but with all my computer issues, I just completely slipped my mind to get him in there. But <laughs> my parents were both big fans of his stuff and I can occasionally I can play a real nice uh, rendition of the Canadian railroad trilogy as well. So yeah. Yeah. Last week, we don't even want to remember last week's show. <laughs> yeah. And my, and my issues carried into this week, but fortunately the last two days now it's been safe and hopefully it stays that way. All right, Drew. Well, thank you. That uh, wraps up the Vern Rap Minute. Uh, we, you know, our sympathy uh, and we're sorry for your loss if you lost somebody this week. Uh, next up, we're going to talk a little TTM Returns. 
Was our mailbox full this week? Let's take a look at this week's TTM returns. Drew, I got a bunch this week. Um, they've kind of been uh, funneling in, you know, one or two a, a day, which is nice. Um, why don't you do yours first, and then I'll take mine. You know, we've mentioned this before where you've got a big week and I have a slow week and then I have a big week and you have a slow week. We never have both two big weeks together or two. Well, we had occasionally some two slow weeks together, but yeah, kind of a slower week for me here. I got a five in, which is still pretty decent. I mean, I'll take that. It's an average of almost one a day, uh, but I got in Jim Fox to start the week out. Of course, he was a uh, left wing and later broadcaster and I believe still works as a broadcaster now for the Los Angeles Kings. Needed him for my 88-89 top set, and he signed uh, that and two others, so very happy to get those in. Uh, Leroy Jordan, a guy who could potentially get into the Football Hall of Fame. He's one of those borderline guys that's been kind of hanging around the uh, around uh, the balloting there for quite a while there, but a former linebacker for the Cowboys for a long time. Sent his rookie card off to him, plus five bucks. Got that one back signed, so another hopeful Hall of Fame rookie card to sit next to my uh, Ken Anderson one to go for the uh, Hall of Fame box there. We also got Eric Legrand this week. Legrand was a football player for Rutgers back in the early, late 2000s, early 2010s, paralyzed in a game, actually paralyzed from the neck down even. So uh, didn't have a great uh, prognosis for his future there, but he has started to slowly regain uh, his use of various parts. He's got some more movement in his upper body and everything. He's uh, been able to make a decent uh, career now as a uh, motivational speaker. He actually owns a coffee shop, I believe, and, He's done some other things, but he is a good TTMer as well. Got him on a couple of cards. Uh, the newest basketball Hall of Famer, Dirk Nowitzki, got him through his foundation. Got him on his rookie card there as well. He didn't add the Hall of Fame year on there, but I'm totally okay with that. I mean, getting a rookie card signed, I will take that any day. And uh, last one that I got in just yesterday was Terry Crisp, who played for uh, several NHL teams. He was a coach of a few teams. Recently Flyers, was a right? A fly, flyer? Yeah, he was with the Flyers. I think he was with the Sabres for a bit. He uh, was coach of the Calgary Flames, the Lightning. He did some broadcast work for the uh, Nashville Predators the last few years. Now he lives in Nashville still. I sent him two cards. I sent him a regular card of himself from like, I think, 71 tops, 72 tops. One of those, whichever one has the tan borders on it. Sent that one and the 88-89 uh, tops checklist. So I figured, all right, I mean, 88-89, he won the cup that year as, the, uh, as uh, Calgary's coach. Might as well have him sign one of the checklists there. Only got the checklist back, signed on the back of it, but I'll take that. It's good enough. It covers the set need right there. So got him in, and so that rounds out my week there of my five CTMs. Not bad. Not not a bad week. Yeah. Got a, Dirk, Dirk's a big one. Exactly. That's the biggest one out of any of those. So uh, real happy to get that one in. Very cool. Well, I got, I got um, I don't know, I got two, four, six, eight. I got 10 returns, nine returns. Uh, from all four sports. So we'll, we'll run down quickly. I got, this was kind of cool. I didn't even notice this. I, uh, I got one, two, three. I got four 1983 tops cards uh, and three of them are chargers, which is, <laughs> which is weird. So I got Tim Fox who played for the, uh, he was a safety. He played for the chargers. He also played for the Patriots. He included a Patriots card for me, which was kind of nice. cool. So I got a 76 Tops card that he, he sent uh, for me that he signed. And he also signed my, the 83 Tops card that I sent. And that was uh, took a couple of weeks. I got Rolf Bernerska, who was a kicker for, and a Pro Bowl kicker for the Chargers. And I believe, wasn't he a, a host of Wheel of Fortune? Yes, he hosted the daytime syndicated Wheel of Fortune for a number of years. Yeah, yeah. so he, he signed his card, um, and that took a couple of weeks. And I got uh, Cliff Thrift, who was a, a middle linebacker with the Chargers. He signed in Blue Sharpie, and that took a couple of weeks. And then I got 
Bobby Jones, who is a wide receiver with the New York Jets, he signed his name and number on an 83 tops card. Um, and that, uh, that's kind of, I was kind of cool. I love getting Jets. So that was, that's a three, those are my four football cards. I got uh, two baseball. I got a 1972 in action of Stingy Branco, who was a pitcher for the Expos at the time. He also pitched for the Red Sox, the Kansas City Royals, a couple other teams, right? So he signed his in action card. He was he was he was a pretty good pitcher when he was with the Expos. He was okay with the the Red Sox. And then I got uh, Bob Tewksbury. He signed his '87 tops card and his '86 uh, tops traded card. Uh, and that one took about I think that one took about a month. And then I got let's see one two three three hockey cards. I got Ju Drouin, who played for the Minnesota North Stars and the Islanders and the Canadians. And Tim Patu, who played for the uh, New York Rangers on their 76 and 77 tops cards, um, both signed it in, in Sharpie, and that, that was nice. And then I got a, a card from Johnny Busick, his 76 tops card, where he named it uh, based uh, Hockey Hall of Famer, put his, signed his name and his number. And that one took a couple of weeks, and I asked him to be on the show, and he said, I'm, I'm away for the summer, so we're not going to have Johnny Busick on uh, right. <laughs> until maybe the fall, but we'll, we'll try getting Johnny Busick on. And then lastly, I got Larry Brown, Coach Larry Brown, who coached for a bunch of teams, and he signed his uh, 1991 Flair card and his 1990 Flair card. He coached for um, New Jersey and San Antonio, uh, Denver. I don't Is he a Hall of Famer? I think he is because I seem to remember. Uh, yeah, seems seem to remember seeing him on a Hall of Fame list here and there. I think so too. He signed two cards for me, and that that took about um, I don't know about three or four weeks. So pretty good. I didn't. I haven't sent any cards out this week. I have to. I got a bunch of ones like mentally that I want to send out, but I'm gonna. Uh, I, I think I'll do some th- uh, this week. But pretty good. Now, I, ten, 10, 10 returns, and most most of the guys were were pretty quick returns. So um not nice to see a full mailbox this week you know definitely and i'm gonna have to look into larry brown now because he's the guy who's i've been thinking about writing to him but he's been kind of inconsistent at times so if he's signing right now i gotta strike while iron's hot and get one out to him yeah he was pretty quick maybe like three weeks that's good not not too bad well that wraps up our returns for the week drew should we wrap the show up i think so and this is how it ends oh i think we've got everything covered pretty well all right. Well, you you might have to do our email address one more time, okay? But uh, I I can do that. I've, I've got that. the pipes are ready to go. I know. We apologize. I'm going to apologize to everyone right now for for shilling our email address. But we have a lot going on this week. So first, I want to thank Jeff Parker from Card Cradle for joining us, and Les Wolf, of course, for joining us this week. I also want to thank Rich Miller from Sports Collectors Daily for joining us on our TTM Cast show on Wednesday. Guys, just we're going to remind, this is the last time, okay? We got uh, $10 you can get from Collects. You can get a registered winner card cradle, and you can get send in something for less to appraise on next week's show. All you have to do is send us your name and your email ad- and your email address and your mailing address. And if you have an item for less, send a picture to ttmcast at yahoo.com. And that's it. I promise. No more email addresses. We got... We we love to hear from you. Next week, Wednesday, we have Don McNeil, who played uh, he played in the national championship games. He was a national champion with uh, University of Alabama in 1978 and 79. 
He also played uh, for 10 seasons with the Miami Dolphins. And we talked to Don about his time in college and pros and signing autographs. And uh, it's a really fun interview. So that's going to be on Wednesday. On Saturday, we have Gordon Wiltshire, who is a, a TTM collector. 45 years he's been collecting. He's selling off the collection. We talked to him about that. And we're going to have Les doing appraisals on Saturday. So we got a lot of stuff coming up, guys. I got yeah. two. I, got, I think I got two interviews scheduled for uh, Monday and a couple for um during the next week we got a lot of cool cool guests coming so please let your friends know if you if if you you know you listen to our show we appreciate it our listenership is going up and up and up and we really appreciate all our new listeners and all the guys that have been with us drew anything else before i let you go i think we've got everything pretty well covered in here been a yeah like you said a busy week there and a lot of good stuff ahead all right guys we will see you on wednesday many happy returns be good and again happy mother's day to our mothers and wives uh, have a great uh, day tomorrow, guys. Be good.